Blog Talk Radio. Hanging 
Nevada, not the Hawks, Heat, or even Indiana. It's the Knicks, back on pace, second to chase. That's right, the eighth seed in the thick of the race. And while you try and react to the shots we be blocking, check out the team that keeps the garden rocking. Free, hitting threes, playing D. Houston wants to jump from the top of the key. And Ward, Drew, and Charles and Larry. Thomas, Big Chris, and Marcus can be. Nobody does it like the Knicks can. Go get your best five guys and back grab the six man. The free will and the Knicks excel. Look out, the number 18 starts to gel. They're gonna end up with the Hawks and the Heat While the Knicks sweep them with the broom See our season don't end till the middle of June Don't ever count out the Knicks team Cause enough blink, the squad's down 16 So if you think you can beat up, you're just a dreamer The Knicks we don't lose in our home arena Say go New York, go New York, go Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew, I'm of course William Mamo. What's up, Mac? What's going on? Hey, what's up? How's it going? No much, man. Glad to be on the show with you as always. Hey, glad to be on as usual. Ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you all for listening, tuning in. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about you know sports, entertainment, everything else. And specifically, we're going to talk about uh, R.J. Barrett and, I, and uh, Emmanuel Quickly's return to the Garden against the Knicks, of course. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, you know, the, the Mets an- announcement about uh, Daryl and Doc, the dates of them officially getting their numbers retired and finally getting the, the, the closure that they uh, richly deserve. Uh, I'll get into that. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Hall of Fame. Uh, the the, the announcement is going to come down this Tuesday. Talk about that. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll talk about WWE, you know, the big injury with, with Seth Rollins, um, Dolph Ziggler, and uh, Dana Brooke. They, they, you know, they, they made their recent um debuts with TNA and you know we'll talk about and we'll of course we'll we'll preview the the Royal Rumble that's going to go down next week so you know stay tuned to that and uh you know if you would like to talk about any of these topics and more uh please feel feel free to call us at 563-999-3529 that's five six three nine 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 three five two nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics or more. As always, uh, November two thousand and nine, we'd love to hear from you. So with that said, yeah, man, let's tip off with a NBA um, basketball right here. And uh, the New York Knicks, you know, today was a very special day. Uh, a day, you know, prior to three weeks ago, we wouldn't have circled on the calendar. But, of course, we we all know uh, why it's a big deal. And uh, three weeks ago, uh, the Knicks made a blockbuster trade, sending uh, R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly to the Raptors. In exchange, the Knicks got, uh, got back um, O.G. Ananobi 
in uh you know precious uh Ochoa and uh Malachi Flynn uh to say the least. And ever since then the, the Knicks have been winning. I think what the Knicks are like what, nine or ten and two now? Like uh something like that. Yeah, the Knicks have been impressive. Most impressive. You know, how they've been playing. They've been playing defense, they've been holding teams to under 100 several times. They literally held uh, the Raptors to to literally 100 points, um, you know, um, today. And they basically, uh, they the the, um, the Raptors scored 100 points, you know, like very late in the game. They were holding under to 100 most of the game. So probably like, what, 50 seconds left into the game. So when they scored the 100 points. Uh, but yeah, uh, what can what what more can we say? Uh, you know, Brunson he had what thirty eight, thirty nine points, uh, uh, nine assists. Uh, Randall had had a um, a triple double. Um, what was it again? I'm trying to remember his uh, his uh, his his uh, points. Was it eighteen? Let me let me see what it was. Uh, let me go check quickly. Um, uh, 18 points, 16 rebounds, 10 assists. This was Randall's first um, first triple-double of the year. He had several last year. Um, yeah, and uh, Brunson, yeah, Brunson was one point shy of having a, another 40-point game and, a, and, a, and, a, and an assist shy of having, a, you know, um, you know, ten assists, which would have made him have a triple, uh, a double double, I should say, with five rebounds. Brunson um, has been playing out of his mind. Yeah, Precious Ochoa, I think he had like sixteen points, eleven rebounds off the bench, or so. Oh yeah, this was Precious's best game as a Knicks so far. Yeah, he was very precious to the Knicks. Yeah. And even Flynn knocked down a three late, late in the game. Uh, and you know, in the losing effort, Barrett. Uh, Bad scored twenty points, had eight eight rebounds, four assists, and quickly he had a double double, twelve points, eleven assists, two rebounds. So yeah, the um they got a great standing ovation, and uh, to um bad surprise he, they even got a tribute video. So yeah, Mac, what do you think about? Do you think the the tribute video was too much? Since I mean these guys didn't take us off final or. No, I thought it was okay. I I thought it was okay. I mean, these were homegrown guys that were brought up in the Knicks. These were homegrown guys that that came up in the Knicks organization. We drafted them, and they played here for, what, four or five years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they they became fan favorites. So I don't don't think the tribute was too much. I think it was – I think it was warranted. I think it was a perfect way to welcome these guys back into the garden to the New York fans, and I thought it was a good moment, a special moment for them. You know, I think it was a thing that the Knicks did it. I I agree. I agree wholeheartedly because, like you said, they're homegrown guys. You know, they're fan favorites, especially uh, quickly. Barrett, Barrett was a fan favorite, but it was more so like, you know, the fans were really pulling for him, but they were hoping, they wanted more from him, you know. But, you know, as a Nick, he, he you know, he never, you know, um, fulfilled his destiny, you know, as being, you know, a potential star 
slash superstar. You know, he was always the third banana with the team. You know, once Brunson uh, came and elevated the team. So, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think it's definitely well warranted. They're homegrown Knicks. They're both guys who loved playing at the Garden for the fans. You know, they they played the you know they played the game the best way they could, and you know the fans loved them. They they got along great with the organization. So yeah, I mean, I to me, you know, I I don't see a problem with them uh, giving them a trip, giving them a tribute. It wasn't like they were you know guys who just played half a season with the team and. You know, they were malcontents, and, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agreed that, you know, the, the tribute was, was, was deserving. It was. And uh, Ananobi, um, he, you know, he, um, he had another, he, he, um, he I think his, his number before um, t- today's game, his, his, his a win, win. Uh, what was it the, the point point differential to the to the team winning was like over 170, which was like the highest in NBA history since they've been wow. keeping stats on that. Wow. But um, yeah, Ananobi, man, he's he, man, he he changed just like how Brunson did. Like he, man, he just took us to a whole another level. And definitely changed the dynamic of this team, especially defensively. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, since we got him, we've been playing much better defense. Mm-hmm. And, and I uh, think uh, yeah. he had, what, uh, what, 14, he had 14 points? points? 10.7 rebounds and assists in, in 37 minutes. Okay. And uh, Josh Hart, uh, you know, he, he's been battling injuries recently, but he, 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 he still put up 10 points and uh, nine rebounds. Um, DiVincenzo scored 17. Um, Precious Ochoa, uh, correction, he, he he scored 18 points and 11 rebounds. I mean, I think I said it was probably 14 or 16. I mean, it wasn't that far off, but, you know. Um, but, yeah, all in all, Knicks, Knicks, you know, they played brilliantly. Yeah. They've been good basketball that. lately. They've been playing good basketball lately. Mm-hmm. That's all you can. That's all you can ask for. And uh, the Knicks improved to twenty-six and seventeen, whereas the Raptors they fall to sixteen and twenty-seven. So I think the Knicks. I think the the Knicks are like ten and two in, in these last couple of last couple of games, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, the Raptors fall, fall to four and seven. Uh, after the trade, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's still early. So you know, definitely tough to tell who won that trade. But so mm-hmm. far, Knicks are looking like they're doing real well since this trade. So oh yeah, and then Tuesday night they're gonna be uh, in Brooklyn against the Nets. Uh, Thursday they're going to be hosting the World Champion Nuggets. Uh, that should be a, set, that should be a fun one. Yeah, that should definitely be a, a, a fun matchup right there. Uh, Heat, Heat, uh, they're gonna be facing the Heat on Saturday next Saturday. Um, and then next Monday is they're gonna be on the road against the Hornets. 
Uh, they're going to host the Jazz on the 30th. Um, yeah, that's that's basically all the games that they're going to have, um, you know, this month. And then some some games to keep your eye open. Uh, February 1st, they got the the Pacers after the Pacers made the Siakam trade. And then on uh, Saturday, February 3rd, they're going to be hosting the Lakers. So, you know, those those are going to be um, some very interesting games right there. Yeah, definitely. As we approach the, the trading deadline, which would be February 8th, which would be the same day the Knicks are going to be playing the Mavericks. And sandwiching between the Laker and Maverick game, they're going to be um, hosting the Grizzlies. So, yeah, the Knicks, um, Knicks got some interesting matchups coming up. They got the Nets game coming up next. They're going to host the Nuggets, the Heat, um, the the Lakers, ne- Lakers and Pacers next month. So, yeah, the Knicks, Knicks are going to have, you know, people, people are going to have no choice but to put respect on the Knicks' name. But uh, yeah, Harkenstein is uh, he's he's hurt. Um, so that's a that's a you know that's a bummer right there. Him and Mitchell Robinson center, uh, they they've both played well when they were healthy. But now we're gonna need Precious to step up like he did uh, in this game off the bench. Do we know how severe it is? Uh, I don't know. I don't know yet. Let me let me see if I can find out. Hopefully it's nothing major that will keep him out, keep him sidelined for weeks. I hope not either. Uh, let's let me see. His heart thing was playing real, really well. Yeah, he he tweaked he tweaked his his left ankle. He has a left ankle soreness. Um. So hopefully it's not serious. Might have to call uh, Taj Gibson back. <laughs> we might. We might have to, or 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 um, initiate the the trades that they were thinking about doing. Yeah. But um, <coughs> excuse me. You know, all in all, it's, it's great to see the Knicks. You know, they are um, they're, they're finally you know, playing to their potential. Yeah, no, they're looking really good now. They're looking to over to take that fourth place from uh, the Cavs. Right now the Cavs uh, have a hold on that fourth place in the Eastern Conference. So the Knicks are right behind the Cavs. Hey, man. They, they... Go New York, go New York, man. Let's keep this up. And then on the other side, um, you know, you got the Nets. Uh, they recently played that Paris game last week, um, but uh, they, they yesterday they uh, they defeated the Lakers, uh, one thirty to one twenty two. Um, they lost to the Trailblazers on Wednesday night, one hundred five to one one hundred three, uh, and then they lost to. Um, to the Heat, ninety six ninety five, and then uh, they also lost to the Cavaliers, the aforementioned Cavaliers, one eleven to one o two. So yeah, tomorrow night, they, tomorrow afternoon, they're gonna they're gonna 
be, they're going to face the, the Clippers in L.A., play us Tuesday night, uh, host the Timberwolves on the 25th, host the Rockets, um, host the Jazz, host the Suns, and then um, on the 3rd, they're going to they're gonna um go they're gonna be in Philadelphia against the seventy sixers and then on the f- the fifth they're going to host the Warriors. So got some interesting matchups. They're gonna be hosting a lot of West Coast teams um coming up. And then not to mention they're facing us on Tuesday, so I heard that uh even the the Knicks are looking to trade for uh um Mikael, Mikael Brooks. Yeah, from the Nets. Yeah, they've been wanting him for years ever since they got the Villanova um, team going on. Cause they basically Villanova no, Knicks. Yeah, so they, they've been rumors about that for years. I don't think they're going to trade. I don't think the Nets are going to trade them to us, though. I don't think that's going to happen. Because they're basically going to say they're, they're, they're rebuilding. Yeah. Because Mikael Brooks is like the, the, the star attraction they have on that team. Him and you know? and 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 Spencer Din Dinwiddie. Well, yeah, that him too. Uh, that's another guy they're, that they're rumored to be trying to get. The Knicks are trying to go after it too, but they I, I don't see that coming either. Nah. I don't I don't see that I don't see that happening. Uh, I don't see that happening. Um. A- anytime soon. Yeah, me either. Shoot, if ever. They're gonna trade they're not gonna trade they're gonna trade them to us. Think gears uh uh I'm gonna we're gonna take a little break uh for a few minutes and uh when we come back we'll talk about the MLB the you know um you know Doc and Daryl finally going into the Hall of Fame the 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 uh, rather getting their, their numbers retired. And we'll talk about the, the Hall of Fame, the potential people who might get announced on Tuesday. So we'll talk more about that when we come back. Uh, this is the Sports of the Legend, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages.
the big story. Mets 86. Exciting, thrilling, awesome. Let's take a look. Everybody, welcome back to Sports Urban Legend with your host William Ramon and of course Macaulay Matthew on the other side. Um, yes, as you heard, meet the Mets, man, and uh, let's go Mets. And uh, you know, um, there's some big news about the Mets. Uh, the Mets are announcing uh, two big players uh, in their history, 
two key members of the the 86 team that's um, finally going to have their numbers retired. Um, First is going to be Doc Gooden. He's going to be retired on April 14th um, against the Kansas City uh, Royals. And then uh, Daryl Strawberry is going to have his number retired um, on uh, June 1st against uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. So, you know, congratulations to both men. They're they're finally going to get congrats. number um, 16 and number 18, respectively, retired and joining uh, the Mets pantheon of uh, greats that are finally getting their numbers retired. You know, um, it's been a long time, you know, under the Wilpons, you know, they didn't they didn't have a lot of uh numbers retired. They didn't have um they didn't honor the past as the Mets should should have. I mean obviously, you know, obviously you all know the, the Mets don't have the, the titles that, you know, obviously um, you know, the Yankees or the Cardinals or the Dodgers or or, you know, the teams that have been around for over a hundred years have had. But the Mets have had some rich history. They've had a lot of losing seasons, you know, before, in between, and after uh, their championship years. But um, Mets, you know, Mets have a very, um, dare I say, rich history, even though it's it's been sandwiched with a lot of horrible, <laughs> infamous times. But when they make it to the playoffs, you know, they're, you know, they're must-see TV. Like, you know, just the shock of the Mets actually going to the playoffs is, is is a shocker. And when they're in the playoffs, people, the, the whole, you know, the city is is glued to see what happened. The Mets, the Mets fans are obviously there, win or lose. You know, the bandwagon fans, you know, they jump on them, you know, you know, they jump off the Yankees bandwagon to, to root for the Mets. You know, the the typical, you know, I root for both New York teams fans, quote unquote. Um, and then, of course, you have the Yankee hate, the Mets haters, you know, like my friend Mac over here, you know, who just root for the Mets, and, you know, root against the Mets and want them to lose every game, even in spring training. But, you know. Uh, that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I don't care as much uh, as about the Mets as you think, my friend. <laughs> I know. I'm messing with you. I'm joking. Yeah, no. You don't like them, but I, I, I wouldn't say you hate them. But I mean, I don't care for the Mets, really. <laughs> I mean, I... I mean, I I wouldn't say I hate the Mets, but I wouldn't say I like them either, you know. But I'm I I just focus on my Yankees, man. I just focus on my Yankees. I, I don't focus on other teams as much as Mets focus on the Yankees or Phillies or any of those other teams. I'll say that. That's 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 what I'll say about that. All right. Well, that's um an opinion from a Yankee fan. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I mean, the Yankees fans, we do see the Mets as our little brother. Yeah. So you do, you, know. you do have negative feelings. It's not. I mean, it's not negative. It's just we just see you guys as our little brother. That's how it is. You know, kind of like how the Giants see the Jets as their little brother. But you know, you don't really, we don't really hate Mets fans as much as Mets Mets fans hate hate the Yankees. You know, I think I think it's the other way around. I think Mets. Hate Yankees. Mets fans hate Yankee fans more than Yankee fans hate Mets. Because 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 the Mets fans hate the Yankees. That's why Yankees fans probably don't like Mets because of that hatred. 
And not to yeah. mention, Yankee fans always take cheap shots at the Mets and their fans because of well, their. Well, you know, you guys are little brothers, you know, but but I mean, come on, let's be honest. There's not much to hate about the Mets. I mean, Yankees with their history. I mean, there's there's go. no. There, I mean, let's be honest. There's with the Yankees' history. What should, uh, when you compare it to the Mets, what is there to hate really? You know. And this is my point. You proving my point. Like no, I'm just I'm just saying. We, let's uh, just be real here. Why, why are we real. comparing? Why are we comparing the teams? Like you say, your teams have you know more titles, but then again, your team's been around 60, 60 years plus more than the Mets have. So you gotta yeah, have but, more opportunities to win. But Mets, Mets, let's be real. Mets fans hate Yankees more than Yankee fans hate Mets, right? Yankees, I would say so, but then again, Mets fan, Yankee fans take more, you know, they talk smack about the Mets, you know, because they're shortcomings and stuff. We, we treat you guys as a little brother, but we don't really see it as hatred, you know. It's more like, okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, we may, we'll, we'll make fun of Mets. All the not, time. It's, it's not a hatred like Red Sox hate, you know. I wouldn't say it's not that type of hatred, you know. But as far as hatred, who hates more... I'd say Mets fans hate Yankees more than I anything. Agree I would and agree with that. You will. You're always bringing the 2000 World Series for some reason. Like a rematch um, is gonna happen. Uh, like the 2000 is gonna happen. Like a rematch is gonna happen anytime soon. Yeah, so, and it will. Right. And it will happen. It will happen when the Mets goes to the World Series. But as far as Mets Yankees, I mean that happens once in a once in a century, man. You're probably not gonna see that again. Okay, so what about if we do see that again? If it happens, it'll be great. But you know, you, you, it, would you it, feel... it, it's it's very rare when you see two New York teams in the finals. You know, it's well, in, in any sport really. You know, we haven't had it. We haven't really had it that much. If you since like the Dodgers and yeah, Yankees, like it's been a while. Fifty-six. Yeah, that happens once every century, so I'm, maybe it this century it will happen. Who knows? Maybe. You know? Well, it did happen this century. It happened in 2000. But, yeah, but, you know, it, what, you should, what you should hope for is the Mets win the championship. It doesn't have to be just a game. And I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. It doesn't have to be a rematch. It could just be the Mets just winning a championship. That's it. And that's what I want. I want the Mets yeah. to win. If yeah. the if the Yankees if it happens with the Yankees, that makes it extra sweeter. But I I just want to win a title. Yeah. When the, when the Mets were in the 2015 World Series, was I like, oh man, darn it! I, if only if it was the Yankees, man. Uh, nah, you, I wanted yeah, to win. You want that rematch? You want that rematch so bad? It doesn't have Ooh. to be. It doesn't have to happen. That 2000 World Series. Hey, I only yeah. want the rematch to happen if there's a happy ending. I don't need. To, I don't need to lose to you guys again. I mean, I know rematch I, would have to be. If there was to be a rematch, it would have to be the same players all over again. That would hey. be a legit rematch. Well, it's too late for that. It doesn't matter. Too, too late for that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hey, as long as it's a franchise, that's all that matters. Unless it was like a old timers day, because you guys stole our old timers day. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We've we've been having old timers days, old timers days since the sixties. Oh, and when did you stop doing it and then reintroduced it again? Yeah, because the will ponds, were cheap and they didn't want to, they didn't want to pay the the old players to come out and, and honor their past. That's 
That's why we don't have old old timers day. But if you watch the mature books from the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, they had a bunch of they had a bunch of old timers day. It it was part of the Mets history, including Banner Day. Yeah. Who was who was who was the only team doing old timers day as of recently? Um, that's because the like again because the Wilpons were cheap. They didn't want to pay the old old. Who was play. answer the question? No, who but you said you you had to. You actually, you, hey, you gotta do your research because the Mets have been doing Old Timers Day since yeah, the beginning. But when, when was the, the last end, time you guys did Old Timers Day? Because of the Will Ponds, we we didn't do it since like the nineties, maybe like ninety three or so. Okay. But before that, prior to that, they had Old Old Timers Day like practically every year. Plus, they had Banner Day and all those all those stuff. It, it's been since the beginning, like okay. the Mets have been doing that. Okay. It's the change of the ownership. That caused, you know, the the Mets not to honor their past. Hence, why they only had like a few, very few players retired. Like they they had Casey Stengel, they had um, Jackie Robinson, and then they had like Seaver and Piazza were like the only players that was retired for like a long time. And that and then. Yeah, that's basically how it was, you know, for most of the time. Someone told me that, you know, word on the street is, you know, people, teams were starting, teams, especially men. Wait, 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 time out, time out. Repeat that again. You're, you're, you're breaking up. I, I want to hear what you're saying. I heard you I, talking I said, about the men. I said that word on the street is that the team, baseball teams, were tired of seeing Yankees do it every year. So they're saying, okay, let's let's bring out Old Timers Day back. So now you're gonna see more of these teams bring it back because and they should of the of the Yankees doing it every year. And they should. And I and I've been and if you watch this 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 show or listen to the show for years since 2009, I've always said, I hey, I respect the Yankees for doing that. And I said the Mets need to go back to doing that. I've been I've been saying that since the the, the dawn of this show. You, I have, I have the receipts to prove that I've said that, and I've always given. When every time there's always a Yankee Old Timers Day, I always give the Yankees credit for at least they're honoring the for them honoring their past. I've always said that. Watch every episode. Watch every episode of of, of the the Yankees having an Old Timers Day, and I've said I've basically said the same thing. And you were there, so that's all I gotta say about that. Yeah. So so you're you're right. So the Yankees. Are inspiring these other teams to restart Old Timers Day, and they should. And uh, and and props to the the Yankees for for upholding that. Yeah, being one of the few teams that that do do that because teams should be doing that. Look at the the Bulls. The Bulls just finally honored their past. People people been criticizing the Bulls for the longest time not honoring their past. That's why so many players they don't all their great players don't retire as Bulls because. They didn't honor their past, and then when they honored everybody, um, they they um they honored um you know the the, the '90s Bulls teams. Uh, Jordan wasn't there, Pippen wasn't there. Um, I I don't even think Robin was there. I'm not sure, but yeah, but Jerry Krause, no, not Jerry Krause. Um, Jerry Ryan's Jerry Reinsdorf oh, was basically saying the only thing that would made it perfect is if um, uh, Jerry Krause was there. Which is basically taking a cheap shot that you know about Jordan, Jordan and Pippen not being there. 
which obviously those guys should have been those guys should have been there, you know, but they they have bad blood because Reinsdorf, you know, this guy, you know, he 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 made a lot of money off those Bulls teams, but he didn't appreciate them and basically you know, him and, and him and Kraus destroyed you know, ended the the team after the the, the third uh the second um three peat and, and six championship in the last eight, eight eight you know, in eight years. You know? And you know what I mean? So I can understand why the the players, you know, have some animosity towards Jerry Krause. But, you know, today was, I mean, that day was the day they should have been honoring their past. And then, you know, the fans, you know, because they were PO'd about what happened, they, um, you know, they, you know, they were booing Jerry Krause's widow. I think that that was way over the top because, I mean, she, she literally had nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, the way how it went down, I mean, Jerry Krause, you know, obviously he wasn't a saint. Uh, you know, he he destroyed the team after the – and it literally said even if they – even if they even if they won the championship, which they end up doing, you know, in the last dance, he still would have broke up the team, which, I mean, so you have to blame him. But even more importantly, you have to blame is Jerry Rollinsdorf. Because Jerry Reinsdorf is the owner, the buck literally starts and stops with him. So if he if he had a problem with, um, you know, with uh, Jerry Krause destroying the dynasty team right right after the the second three th- second three peat, he he could, he could have fired Jerry Krause or basically said, hey, nope, we're gonna we're gonna ride this train until the wheel falls off, you know. And then he fired, um. What's his name? Phil Jackson, which Phil Jackson ended up going to the to the Lakers, you know. So Jerry Reinsdorf is even more responsible than Jerry Krause was. And then here's the here's the 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 baseball correlation. Jerry Krause worked behind the scenes for the Yankees and the Mets after his Bulls career. So there goes yeah. a full circle to the Mets and the Yankees. And of course, we're talking about Daryl and Doc, both guys who homegrown Mets who. Did it all for the Mets, uh, you know, winning, winning, winning uh, the title in '86, winning back-to-back uh, Rookie of the Years in '83 and '84, uh, Gooden with the Cy Young in '85. Uh, you know, that's how you know, that, I, uh, when I was growing up. I had a Daryl Strawberry poster on my on my wall when I when I was growing up. You know, him, I was as a Mets. Well, yeah, as a Met, even though I wasn't really into baseball, I think uh, mm-hmm. my uncle put it there. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that guy, he's he, – and I used to look at that person like, oh, he, he's a good baseball player, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I had no clue because, I, you know, I was just – right. I, I didn't watch baseball at the time, but I just knew that Daryl Story was one of the best players in baseball at that time. Right. You just heard his name, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I Yeah, I'm with you. Like, back in those days, you hear about him. You hear about Jose Canseco. Oh yeah, but you didn't even, but yeah, I, yeah, that, that was before I was a baseball fan at myself too. But yeah, you always hear about those names, right? Um, even though you know, I, like I wasn't, I didn't uh, follow baseball and become a Mets fan until like '99. So yeah, I mean, I, 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 I knew about the the you know the home run race the the year prior to that '98, um, and of course Yankees winning titles. But I mean, at that point it didn't. I I was indifferent about it. You know, I didn't have any. 
feelings towards it until 99 when, you know, I felt that it should have been the Mets versus the Yankees that year instead of the Braves. And then, of course, we all know what happened the year after that. So, I mean, but... Oh, yeah, somebody but, get that rematch. <laughs> hey, like, hey, I, I, I just want to win. Peri- I just want to win a championship. Period. To be honest with you, it's it's almost forty years. I mean, if if one of the, if we win a title against the Yankees uh, eventually, I, I'll be cool with that. But as long as we beat somebody, uh, preferably a team we've never faced before, you know. But I mean, any any team any team would would do, especially a team we've never faced or a team we've lost to in the World Series. That would be nice to, like, get that W. Well, but, according to uh, this uh, latest predictor, whoever made this predictor, the Mets are scheduled to win the World Series in 2020. What was, what was the year that I saw in that article? 20, if it's the same one I'm talking about, I saw it was 2026 against you guys. 2026, yeah. <laughs> Well, we shall see. Hopefully, it's the same people who thought Astros was going to win a championship in what 2017. So, well, hopefully, that, hopefully it's the same person who made that prediction. Maybe it would be nice for the prophecy to finally come true. But one prophecy we definitely know is coming true, and that's uh, Daryl and Doc finally uh, getting their numbers retired and uh, finally getting the closure that they 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 wanted. Uh, Doc was revealed that he he wanted to retire with them at four times, but Steve Phillips, you know, and the Wolpons turned him down. You know, he he was even willing, you know, uh, he was even willing to to go into the minor leagues and, and work his way up to to to, to prove himself. Just so he, he wanted he even wanted to sign a one day contract, but they you know they 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 didn't want to they didn't want to give him that second chance. But he's getting his second chance now. You know, he recently went to the Hall of Fame. Well, both of them did, and they're they're gonna get their numbers retired. So that that'll end the chapter, you know, of their lives and their you know their redemption arc. So you know, props to both of them, you know. Um, and then of course both guys, you know, would end up uh, ending their careers or you know or towards the end of their, their careers with the Yankees. Um, you know, Daryl ended his career in 99 um, with, uh, you know, the Yankees. And I'm pretty sure Doc ended his career in, in 2000, um, you know, uh, you know, as a Yankee, if I'm not mistaken. I, was, I know he played with the, 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 um, the, the Rays, but I'm trying to remember if that was after – his his last Yankee run. Let me see quickly. Uh, I believe it was, was it was it in two thousand one. Yeah. Okay. So no. Yeah. His. So he did. Um. He did retire as a Yankee. Was it two thousand one? No, he retired as a Yankee in two thousand. Oh. Okay. He even pitched. He even he even came came out of the pen and faced the Mets in the World Series. But then again, I don't remember him playing in two thousand. Sure. Yeah, I think I, actually I think it might have been even before. You talking about Gooden? No, Strawberry. No, I'm talking about Gooden. Oh, Gooden. Okay. No, Strawberry. Strawberry retired in '99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I, I don't remember he played on the 2000 team. No, that's what I was saying. I said, okay. yeah, that's what I said earlier. I said Daryl retired on '99. Ah, okay. And I know Doc played on the the, the 2000 team. 
and I was just checking to double check to make sure that it was his last year, which it was. So both guys retired with the the Yankees, but both guys, you know, acknowledge and they 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 admit that they still bleed orange and blue because that's where they you know they started their career. That's where most of their success came from. And oh yeah, know. of course. So you know, it's a, you know the the prodigal sons return. You know, and and most importantly, you know, um, they they uh, buried the hatchet. You know, they're cool together. You know, they they have a great relationship now. Um, Doc was revealing that uh, when his his um his mother was you know on her deathbed, um, Dow drove hours to to go see with her, pray with her, and you know um you know get provide a comfort for her. You know, because you know uh, Daryl is a, a pastor now, so. And you've met Daryl Strawberry too. Right? Yeah, I met him. Met him one time, you know. And it, yeah, it was good to see, good to see him, and you know, see you know the the change of his you know his um you know his attitude you know how he how he was living and you know how, how he is now. So, you know, props to him and props to to Doc. You know, good and turn both of their lives around. So, I yeah, mean, definitely. you know, happy that they're both getting that happy ending that they, you know, they deserve because, you know, obviously, you know, they they had they were stars very young, you know, um, you know, black stars and you know, but you know, temptation was you know really um, tug tugging at them in every corner and unfortunately. As you would expect, you yeah. know, uh, you know, they 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 gave into it, but you know, thank God they didn't. Um, they you know they redeemed themselves and they didn't die in that crazy situation that they were in. So you know, they finally grew up and now they became the men that they always aspired to be. So yeah, those those two days are going to be great. You know, great days in in Met history. Oh yeah. So props to both of them. Uh, but yeah, shifting gears, uh, um, the Astros they signed. Um, uh, what's his name again? Uh, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. The uh, the the closer, a hater. Um, yeah. So both Mets and Yankees were interested in him, but instead he signed a five-year. What was it ninety-two million or not, maybe ninety-five million dollar contract? Uh, to to be with the Astros, so he's gonna team up with Priestley. Um, yeah, it would have been nice if he came to the Mets. I mean, obviously, I'm sure the Yankees would have wanted him as well. Uh, but you know, he he signs with the Astros, and we shall see. Um, you know what the keys. And the Mets will do. I mean, you know, obviously the the Yankees recently signed uh, Strowman, had the press conference, um, and uh, and uh, you know, of course, capped out their their season, their post their um, off season with uh, Soto. And the Mets, on the other hand, they haven't really done anything. They 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 signed Severino, they signed Bader. Um, but you know, and, and uh, Manaya, all three of those guys have potential to bounce back, but they don't have any. They don't have any star power, power, uh, free agency signings. 
so that's why they, they really need to improve, you know, get a DH, whether it's Soler or uh, Justin Turner or um, J.D. Martinez. Because right now the offense really needs uh, a jolt, especially in the power production. And then, of course, above all, re-signed um, Pete Alonso. But, yeah, we shall see. This uh, this um, off-season seems longer than usual because the Mets ain't doing nothing, um, as opposed to the last couple of years, which amounted to nothing. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with uh, both teams. And... Uh, yeah, last but not least, um, WWE got the Royal Rumble coming up, and um, yeah, what, what's your what's your thoughts on this Royal Rumble? There's rumors that the WrestleMania might be a triple threat match between Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, and even The Rock. Um. I honestly don't think Rock is going to be involved at all. I think him coming back was a tease just to get fans excited. But I don't think he'll be involved in this WrestleMania, man. And I'll put money on that. I'll put money that Rock will not be at this WrestleMania coming up. Uh, I think it will you be, might be right. Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, and probably CM Punk. I think those probably will be the three names that will be involved in that triple threat, if that does happen. Well, the CM Punk, he should be fighting Seth Rollins, but Seth Rollins is hurt. Uh, yeah. Seth Rollins, uh, let me see. He, he's out of action with an MCL and a meniscus injury. Ooh, that, yeah, so that might, that, yeah, he might be sidelined for several so that's, months. So that's, uh, that's basically going to kill uh, the potential feud, you know, WrestleMania match between CM Punk and him. Um, yeah. What they could do, what they I could, could see do, even Randy Orton being in that. Or, like, you know what they could do is they could have Seth Rollins announce that he's not going to be able to, um, be able to, um, you know, do the thing, and before and when he before he announces, you can have Damian Priest crash in on him instead of him just relaying. Relinqu- yeah. you know, relinquishing the title yet again. Um, yeah, that could happen. That would it would make sense for Damian Priest to cash in, cash in there because it, it makes it makes no sense to vacate the title. You know, have somebody win it, and then have Damian Priest cash in like right afterwards. Or let's say let's say for argument's sake, let's say it is The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Rock finally wins a title at WrestleMania, which I don't think that's going to happen, even though, you know, I'm rooting for that, but that's that's not going to happen. Because mainly, the I don't think it's important to The Rock. Rock knows, you know, he's a legend. You know, he's going to try to elevate his cousin to an even higher level than he is right now. And um, so even, let's say, for example, Rock won the title, Damian Priest would just cash in on him on the same night at WrestleMania and, and lose the title right then and there. But, um, yeah, it looks like right now um, CM Punk's going to face somebody for the title, whether it's Roman Reigns or whoever 
whoever is going to be the, the champion coming into WrestleMania, you know. Yeah, but, we um, shall see. Yeah, we, we shall see indeed. Um, but, yeah, let's um, – yeah, let's give our our, our thoughts, uh, our predictions right now. Um, Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens for the United States Championship. Uh, I got Kevin Owens. Yeah, I got KO. Mhm. Unless if Logan Paul finds a way to win and then they make him lose at WrestleMania, I mean that could be a possibility also. So right now, I guess I'm gonna stick with Kevin Owens, but I could see Logan Paul somehow holding on to it and lose that WrestleMania, but I'm going to stick with my first gut, with my gut. Then you got Roman Reigns uh, versus Randy Orton versus AJ Styles versus LA Knight. We all know Roman Reigns is going to retain it. The yeah, Roman Reigns is going to retain that. The undisputed WWE Universal Championship. I mean, let's let's be real about this. Yeah. Women's Royal Rumble, who you got? Man, Bianca's in there, right? Uh, yeah, she is. It's so far the people who are announced is um Bailey, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, and Maxine Dupree. No relations wow. to L.A. Knight because he's no, he's no longer her, her brother. <laughs> when he was Max Dupree. Right. Um, damn, that's tough. That's a tough one. Repeat that? It's tough. Um, I would lean towards Bianca. Didn't she win two in a row already? I think she, yeah, um... Did she win two? I know she won one of them. She probably won one. She probably didn't win two. Um, let me see. Um, you know what? I, I'm gonna pick a weird, a weird pick. Who? Maybe Bailey. That way she'll split. She'll she'll split up from from the damage control. She'll 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 go she'll go on the other the other brand, most likely. And be a baby face, or she stays on Raw and fights Io Shirai. Basically, she's she's a baby face anyway, and she feuds with with, with Damage Control. Yeah, that could. Yeah, that might that might happen. I'm going with Bianca though. Let me see. Uh, let me see. How many times has she won Royal Rumble? She won it. Two years ago. Born last year again. That's a good question. That's what I gotta find out myself. Um, wasn't Rhea Ripley? I think wasn't Rhea. Oh yeah, it was Rhea. Yeah, it was. She fought. She fought Charlotte. Yeah, she fought Charlotte. Um, let me see. Um, I think Bianca wants that title from uh, Bianca and Rhea would be a nice match. Repeat that. Bianca against Rhea would be a nice WrestleMania match. Yeah, that, it definitely would. Um, let's see. I'm going to go back just to confirm it. Uh, 
yes, Rhea Ripley won. She defeated. She eliminated Liv Morgan to um to um what you want to call it to um to to win the women's money in the woman Royal Rumble. And uh, yeah, I'm looking at this thing. Bray Wyatt. That was Bray Wyatt's last match, the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. Oh yeah. And Roman Reigns defended the title against uh, Sami Zayn. Uh, no, actually, against Kevin Owens, I should say. Because uh, uh, Sami Zayn was still on his side at that time. Or was that the yeah. day? I think that was the day when Sami Zayn turned on him, if I'm not mistaken. Or was that Elimination Chamber? Uh, I don't think it was that Royal Rumble. It might have been. It might have been Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Royal Rumble might have been when he um when he was attack was attacking him maybe Kevin Owens attacked him and he proved himself that he was part of the bloodline. Yeah, I think that's when he kicked the he did something to Kevin to KO. I think so. What was that Survivor there. Series? I mean, it's all it's all jumbled up in my mind now. That was just last year. But um yeah, so okay, so um so you pick Bianca, I pick Bailey. And uh how about the men's one? Here's here's who the men so far who announced. Akira Tazawa, Otis, Chad Gable, Tyre, Bobby Lashley. Shinsuke Nakamura, CM Punk, or Cody Rhodes. I, I mean, there's, Punk. I mean, there's more, more than that, but these are the people who are announced so far. CM Punk. Yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think you have to have CM Punk win it. You know, finish his story. You know, his, finish or start his story. The, the match he 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 quit on ten years ago. Um quit the company and all that. Yeah, it would be poetic justice for him to win the the Royal Rumble. Like 10 years to to when he he um he he, he left. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes it makes perfect sense for him to win it. I, I don't I don't think that uh, yeah, I couldn't I can't see a surprise person winning it. I don't think Rock would would win it. Brock Lesnar might pop up, but I don't think he'll win it. Um yeah, I'd say CM Punk. It makes more sense for CM Punk to win it, and that way it ensures he um he he main events WrestleMania, and I think that would be the first time he ever won Royal Rumble, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't think he's ever won Royal Rumble. Let me just uh, uh, let me, let me uh, uh go back. Let me uh go and check his stuff. Um. Uh, no, yeah, he's never won a Royal Rumble, as I suspected. So he's won the WWE, won WWE title twice. He won the, the 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 World Heavyweight title three times. He won the ECW title once. Intercontinental Champion once. One time World Champion Tag Team Champion with Kofi. Won the Money in the Bank in two thousand eight, two thousand 
So yeah, that's so he's never won a rumble. Yeah, so I think Gallo will win it this time. Yeah, it makes sense. And then uh, shifting gears to a uh, well, I'll say TNA. TNA, you know, they had the the um, TNA Hard to Kill uh, pay per view event, and um, Dolph Ziggler finally debuted with the company. In TNA or AEW? No, TNA. Oh, what was I thinking AEW for some reason? Because uh, I was gonna say AEW, but then I corrected myself. No, no, I, I thought I thought it was AEW that he 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 debuted in. Well, but yeah, that's what we all assume. We all assume he would do that, but he um he popped up, um, you know, and he's using his real name, nickname Myth, the Wanted Man, nickname Myth, and Dana Brooke. Her name is Ash by Elegance, which people are criticizing her, thinking she stole Timeless, Tony Storm's um, Hollywood starlet, you know, from 1930s gimmick. Um, okay, so, yeah, so here's what here's what went down in the um, Hard to Kill uh, uh, pay-per-view event. Um, Steve Macklin... Defeated Rich Swan, um, and, and and Steve Macklin would would uh would confront uh Nick Namath, um basically um uh on uh TNA basically saying you know that he's a phony you know and that basically after he's done with him people are gonna wonder whatever happened to Dolph Ziggler. Um, but, uh, Dolph Ziggler, like, um, hit him with the, with the, um, the zigzag, but he, he called, he called it a different name. I forgot what was the name of it. Um, I forgot what he called it. Oh, the danger zone. That's what he called it. Uh, the system, Eddie Edwards and Brian, Brian, uh, Myers, formerly known as, um, what's the name of his character in, uh, WWE? Kerr Hawkins, um, he defeated Frankie Kazarian and Eric Young. Steve, Crazy Steve defeated Tommy Dreamer in a no-disqualification match for the TNA Digital Media Championship. Giselle Shaw defeats Aisha Edwards, Danny Luna, Jody Threat, uh, Tasha Steeles, and Zaya Brookside to determine who's uh, the number one contender for the the TNA uh, Knockouts World Champion. Um, PCO defeated Dirty Dangle, formerly known as Fan Dangle. So you got a battle of former WWE guys. PCO, I think, was the Mountie and was one of the Ruggio brothers. Um, This guy's still fighting. He's like in his 50s. Um, and uh, also Oleg Prudis also lost also Rhino, Jake something PCO oh he's doing double duty he defeated the Alpha, Alpha Bravo Oleg Prudis and Dirty Dango by pinfall Decay defeated 
MK Ultra. It sounded like a Mortal Kombat and, and Killer Instinct alliance or something. Uh, this was for the TNA um, Knockouts World Tag Team Championship. So the K, which which has Havoc and Rosemary, they they are the new uh, champions. Chris Sabin defeats uh, El um, Kijo del Vincin Vincinjo um, and Kushida. Um, to retain the the TNA X Division Championship, Josh Alexander defeats Alex Hammerstone. ABC is easy as one, two, three, but they defeated the Radicals. Oh, I should say Rascals. (laughs) I think we're confused with the Radicals from WCW and the WWE. Um... The Laredo Kid and Mike Bailey and the Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, this was a fatal four-way for the TNA World Tag Team Championships. Jordan Grace defeated Trinity, formerly known as Naomi, uh, to become the new um, TNA Knockout Knockouts World Champion. Uh, this is this was. Uh, what you would call it, Jordan Grace's uh, uh, Call Your Shot championship match, which is basically she, she cashed in her, their version of the money in the bank, basically. Um, and this is this is expected to be Trinity's last match with TNA, which some people are expecting. Maybe she might return to WWE for the Royal Rumble and come back to the company. Uh, and then last but not least, Moose defeated uh, Alex Shelley to become the you know the champion the TNA world champion again this was Moose's Feaster fired world title match and after that that's when Dolph Ziggler now known as Nick Namath made his debut uh with um TNA um so yeah that's that's um that's basically it oh well, oh yeah one more thing um I don't know if you heard, but the um the the what's your, who's in that show again? The Emmys, the Emmy show was on Martin Luther King's Day, which was January fifteenth of this year. But do you know what debuted fifty years ago on TV? Debuted fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. On that day, on Martin, uh... Martin Luther King's Day. Well, actually, it wasn't Martin Luther King Day at that time, but what TV show? Mm-hmm. Um, fifty years ago. Um, I'll give you three guesses. Uh, the Jeffersons? No, not a bad guess. Got two more. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Jefferson was, I think, the year following. I think Jefferson was seventy-five. So that's that's not a that's not a bad guess at all. Uh, Obviously, the Jeffersons were already on All in the Family already at that time. uh, Yeah, Jeffersons debuted a year later. So next year, 
is the 50th anniversary of the, the Jefferson's debut. Uh, Sanford and Son? Uh, Sanford and Son already debuted, I think, in 72. You got one more guess. These are all great guesses. On the on the on the MLK Day, nineteen seventy five. Nineteen seventy four. The show debuted January fifteenth, uh, nineteen seventy four. Man, I, I don't even know. Where you get where you get this this question from? <laughs> All right, well, I'll tell you. Um, wait, wait, I have one more guess. Okay, I thought you quit. This is one. No, no, I, I didn't quit. I said you were a presidential candidate. You know, you, no, you know, you're no. suspending your, your candidacy. No, candidacy. no, 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 no. Um, this, this is what, this is a show you really like? Perhaps. Give me a clue. Give me a clue. It was a very popular show. It debuted. January 15, 1974. That's, you already said that. <laughs> Give me a clue as far as characters or something in, in the show. Give me something right. to work with. It's a show, you know, about families. and Happy know. days. <laughs> Is that your final answer? That's I was about to say good times and happy days, yeah. Well, good times, I think, is this year also. Let me uh, fifty years ago, I think this year also. Let me. If I'm, oh, I'm 50, so it could be one of the two then. Good times, I think, did debut in um in nineteen. Yeah, good times did debut in nineteen seventy four as well. Wow, so it could be one of the two. Um, as a matter of fact, next month. So I I'm. I'm oh, oh, so then it's happy. <laughs> I, you just gave me it. <laughs> I gave you an answer. Hey, you you. I I'm I'm being fair. You got it. <laughs> So he, oh man! So it was Happy Days. Wow! I never knew that. I never knew they debuted on Martin Luther King Day. But remember, Martin Luther King Day didn't wasn't it wasn't there at that time. Martin Luther right, King Day right. I think, started like 1980. Right. You know, like after the um the um Stevie Wonder song, which was basically right. lobbying for them to have the Martin Luther King's Day. Right. So let me just check to see when did it officially. Um, so Reagan signed it into law in 83, but I think it was finally observed in 8086 from what I'm seeing here. So yeah, it, Happy Days uh, debuted fifty years ago. Good to know. So yeah, there, there's another classic show. Obviously, you know, um, you know the the Fonz was a very popular character. He was supposed to be just this one-off character, but then the popularity, you know, morphed him into the the star of the show because the yeah. show was originally, you know centered around uh you know Richie Cunningham. And then the same thing happened for um um what you call it um uh family Ma- no yeah family matters with uh with Urkel. Urkel was supposed to be a one-shot character pop up and the rest is history. 
And then I heard the same thing for Cheers, even though I didn't really watch I didn't really watch Cheers, but same thing happened with Frasier. Frasier was supposed to be this um you know, one time character who was supposed to date Diane and you know, the rest is history with him and then he's his show he's been off into another show. And then now they revived it recently, now that I think about it. So Yeah. You just never know. Like, um, you know, you just gotta take your opportunities while while you can and make the most of it and who knows what can happen. But with that, um anything you'd like to say before we head out? Uh everyone enjoy the rest of their weekend. Check your local listings for my show iMac and come back here to check out Sports Every Legend every Saturdays at eleven, only on Block Talk Radio. Alright, you heard the guy, check out his show iMac. Check the local list- listings for that. And of course come back uh I would say in two weeks, uh, we have we have the um we got the word rumble coming up. Uh, we'll be back uh, in in like two weeks. So um, hope 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 that you all uh, tune in then, and we'll give you our um word rumble uh, recap and review. So he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys in two weeks. Peace. Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle hops, ready to make for you. These days are on. Happy and free. These days are on. Tell them to me. Goodbye, gray sky, hello blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. You're so right, you can't be wrong. Rockin' and rollin' all week long These days are on Happy and free These days are on Tell them with me cruise her around the town Show everybody what I found Rock and roll with all my friends Hoping the music never
With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.